Touch my swazzle. Touch my swazzle. <laughs> And welcome, everybody, to Beer, Bourbon, and Balderdash. Balderdash. Johnny lives. Yes, I'm back. I'm alive. <laughs> Just barely. Turns out I don't know that I actually had COVID. Oh. Uh, I want to shout out to Tim for checking on me after he listened to the episode. <laughs> oh, really? Is that how he found out? That. Yeah, he sent me a message to, to check on me. Mm-hmm. Um, my teammates, a handful of them, had COVID, tested positive. but mm. uh, And I was just so happened to be sick at the same time, apparently. But I never tested positive, so I still have not been injected with a microchip. Nice, nice. Well, I mean, you have if you've been boosted or if you've had some kind of... Yeah, maybe. Well, That's how you get the the microchip. At the very least, the 5G signal here is not great. So, (laughs) maybe it's a Boston thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you guys have... You guys don't have the infrastructure for the 5G stuff. Apparently not. Yeah, that's funny. (laughs) Goodness me. That's good. How are you, Wes? I'm doing well. Um, how's your How's your uh, dry January trek? Going? So I went two weeks, and then I what ended up drinking. Start? What was your first day? The day after the Husky game. What day was that? That was the. Was it, Was that New Year's Day? That was the eighth. Or the eighth. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or was well, it New Year's? No, because you left on the ninth. Yeah, because I left on the ninth. Yeah, so you left the next day. So it was the eighth. So I made it from the ninth. All the way to the twenty first. So almost that's two pretty weeks. good. It's not bad. I was kind of like, eh, you know, I don't have a problem. I didn't get any kind of weird headache stuff. I didn't get the jitters. I feel the same as I did yeah, when I same. was drinking. I was like, eh, I'll just, I'll, you know, when Dad comes over, I'll just have a whiskey with him. So I broke it then. Well, that, that's a good sign. Yeah, you know, some and people how, like. And, go ahead. And then, how has it been since? I haven't had anything since like just the one Sunday. Time. Yeah. Cause I don't, yeah. I don't typically drink until our podcast, but we were committed to do some dry reviews anyways. So yes, it's dry January. With. I started, so I went to a trade show and I was like, there's no way I'm going to make it through this without having a drink. <laughs> <laughs> and plus we like our suppliers take us out to dinner and, and uh, like, if there's ever a good time to try something you would never want to pay for, that's it. When somebody else is paying, so, so would you would you try that? Uh, I don't even remember. I know I got oh, waste. I, I had a, a very fancy bottle of wine that was like three hundred dollars. Not all to myself. I shared it. <clears throat> that's uh, nice some French name. I don't even remember. Like I, that's one that I I don't care to remember because I'm never gonna have it again. Like it's that specific bottle and year. Uh, it sounds so bougie, but I didn't pay for it. So yeah. that's really not my thing. I just had the opportunity to pick and they let me pick. And that's the one I picked. That is bougie. So, uh, what else did I have? I had a McAllen 18 at one point. Ooh, my favorite. Uh, and then God, there's, there's nothing better than that. Honest to God. Yeah, it's a good one. It's one of my favorites. Um, but again, it's not one that I'll typically pay for when I'm out and about because <laughs> no. it's expensive. Yes. Uh, but then on, uh, on the Wednesday, I went to a Dallas Stars hockey game, and so then it, that was just like arena food and and cheap beer. So that was fun. Modelo. It's like it was like the right. It was actually Pacific Goes in this case, ah, but yeah, yeah you, you pretty much nailed it. Yeah. Um, it uh, which I love. I, yeah. I love cheap beer and hot dogs. 
They're so good. Yeah. I love hot dogs. Oh yeah. Well, I was uh, even so telling, anyway, I was even telling Dana, I was like, oh man, I like I gotta, you know, I would love to just go and have a beer. Like I feel like I don't mm-hmm. have a problem. I just want a beer. That's all I want. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I started my dry January the day after I got back. Okay. Which was Friday the twelfth. Uh so the thirteenth. And I think I made it like a week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't let me I don't remember it. Oh, let's see. Uh almost two. What's today? Today's the twenty fifth. Made it over a week and a half. That's good. Almost almost two weeks. And then I, I had a glass of wine with my friend Debbie. Nice. And that was it. Good. Yeah, you know the the whiskey tribe. Shout out to the whiskey tribe um, over at um, a bottle here of theirs. I forget everything. Um, it's Crowded Barrel, Crowded Barrel Distillery in Texas. Uh, mm-hmm. Whiskey Tribe on YouTube, and they just do a every month. They just do a dry week every month, and that that is their way of like making sure like nothing's sneaking up on us. We're all fine. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna yeah, like I can stop. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I think it's important for people to do and, and to mm-hmm. give their bodies a bit of a break and, uh, yep. yeah. And, you know, just make yep. sure that you're not, you're not getting yourself in any trouble. Yeah. And like in this case, like when I, when I had the wine with Debbie, it was like a glass of wine. Um, so it wasn't even like we got buzzy and weird. It just, it was pretty late. So it was That's good. good. That's good. But it was like after after the news of a bunch of people at Wayfair getting laid off, and um, oh yeah, let's talk about that. Different handful of things with friends <sighs> and like health challenges, and just it just feels like everything's just kind of piling on all at once. And yeah. So it's it's been a bit of a rough week, but yeah, yeah we just kind of got like we kind of knew it was coming because uh, you hear rumors. Mm-hmm. Like there's a site called Blind um, that people can anonymously post. Oh really? And so you'll like it's kind of like a rumor mail for business stuff. Um, and you'll start hearing, hearing rumors about things that are coming and, you know, people talk about it, but you're never really sure. And then all of a sudden, boom, it happened and they let off a bunch of people and my job's safe. I'm still there. But one of the guys that I work with, Dave, he was, he was let go, which is unfortunate. Um, a lot of really good people got lost their job this last week, but I think Wayfair took care of them pretty well. So they're also good people. They'll, they'll land on their feet. I'm sure probably find something that, you know, is as good or better than what they had here. So, so that's good, but that's made this week tough and weird around the office. It's like a bunch of desks are empty and it's hard to be motivated in those moments. But yeah, I thought the, I thought the whole, I thought the, the guy there at Wayfair, like wanted everyone to like work more and work harder and have mm-hmm. more of a, you know, screw your work life <laughs> thing. He, he kind of said some things that were like, the media took it out of context, but like the way I read it was basically that not like screw your work life balance, but like one of his statements in his letter was it's okay to blend your work and life or something like that. It was mm-hmm. along those lines. And like, I don't, I personally don't want to do that. So that's the world that we're moving into in this role. Then maybe it's not for me, but it doesn't seem like that's the reality of the situation. Um, we just need to do more with less, it's kind of the overarching theme. So we're going to be working harder, uh, but that's okay. I think my job, I like my job. I don't mind working a little bit harder. I probably should have been working harder the whole time. So. Well, I think, I think this is a reaction to during the pandemic, 
everyone working from home and they got a little relaxed because mm-hmm. they could have, you know, happy hour in the middle of the work day. And, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden now they kind of have to be indoor cats again when they've been outdoor cats for such a long time. And, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, they don't like exactly that. Right. And mm-hmm. we had a, we have a, um, some people in one of our, uh, suites at, uh, one of my buildings and, when they moved in, they were told they can work 70% of the time uh, at home. Mm-hmm. And then they got this lease. <laughs> and then the president said, no, you guys have to be here full time. But they were yeah. all hired with understanding that they would, and they did not like that. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they were told something different, but still. Oh, yeah. There's a huge portion of the people they got let go that just wouldn't come into the office. They just yeah. refused. Wow. And you know, good on them for sticking to it. Like, that's that's okay. I yeah. mean, but the company gets to make that decision. They're paying your paycheck, and if they think it's better for their business for you to be in the office, that's their choice. Yeah. And if they're willing to lose good people over it, then so be it. It's yeah. up to them. I think those people have a hard time finding another job. I don't think so. I mean, do you think um, do you think they'll have a hard time finding a job that'll let them work from home? I don't. I don't know. I bet. I wouldn't be surprised if they'll have to make concessions. Like maybe they won't make as much as if they were coming to the office or I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it all shakes out. It's all still fairly new. Like I was kind of concerned last week. I was a little stressed out a little bit about whether or not I was going to lose my job. Uh, then at some point during the week, I was like, you know what? doesn't matter if I do, I do. There's nothing I can do about it. That's, it's not going to change anything to sit here and worry about it. I'll just, uh, that's healthy. I'll just sit here and nap and, and rest and like an indoor cat. Yeah. So, and then it's like, um, like I think I handle things differently that a lot of people I work with because I've been through it before. And my natural instinct is to support people. And so I spent like the way that I get through it, I work through my emotions about it or like, you know, think through the the process is like the way I, I cope with it is by helping other people cope with it. Right. And so, I just spend a lot of time like reaching out to people and, and seeing how they're doing and like setting up get togethers with people that are like my level or below so that senior leaders aren't involved to give them like a, um, a place to speak freely without fear of the leader here. Even though like the, the leadership in a group is great. We're not, I'm not actually worried about them, but you can see as like somebody who's relatively entry level employee being worried about what somebody four or five levels above them would say if they spoke their mind. Um, so I've, I've had a lot of very candid conversations with a lot of people just being like, like I'm like a dad to a lot of these kids. It feels like at times, like yeah. just kind of helping them through it and help them think through it and let them, and making sure that people know that it's okay to feel shitty about it. Like yeah, you, you might be sad. You might not know how to feel. You might be angry, like all valid. Yeah. It's okay. Let's Who, work through it. How did they find out that they were laid off? Uh, this is really common with big layoffs. Apparently, um, the first message we got was from the CEO and he said that we're is long, but in a nutshell that we're letting go of such and such people. Here's why, here's what's going on description. And following this, you'll receive an email, either an email that says you're not impacted or you are impacted. Impacted. So it's like everybody gets an email all at once. Yeah. Your job is impacted by this change. And so like, then you're like, okay, when's the next email come? And then when it comes, you like just glance at it and it's like, my your job is not impacted. That's how I knew immediately I didn't lose my job. But you don't know about anybody else. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So, so then it's like, well, I heard on LinkedIn boom. that it was mostly remote workers that they were laying off anyways. But that was a, ch- that was a chunk, but we lost a quite <clears throat> a few people on our team. <clears throat> a lot of it too was that because of the pandemic, we, we hired, we kind of overhired and we ended up with this like fairly large upper middle manager level. Mm-hmm. And so it was, we we're kind of top heavy and they're more expensive. They kept sure. getting promoted through. Yeah. And so it, it, like from a business standpoint, it made sense. Like there's a lot of tactical things that entry level pl- employees can do. Um, that's like sort of two or three steps above data entry, but they're not managing people. Um, so we need more of those people and less managers. We had too many managers to direct uh, employees or people they were managing. The ratio was off. So it makes sense. It sucks, but it, I mean, it makes sense. I don't disagree with the decision. Yeah, no, I don't uh, either. Because if you're running a business, if you and I were running a business, we'd have to have those hard conversations. Yep. And then exactly. we'd have to go to those people and say, look, this is how it is. Mm-hmm. We'll write you nice, re- you know, we'll help you out with your resumes or recommendations. You know, and yep. if we find something else for you, we'll call you because we like you, but we can't support you at this time. Yeah, it's hard, yep. but it's business. Yep. You have to go through. You guys have such cool tools these days. Blind, what a gossip site this is. Holy oh, yeah. crap. You looked it up. There's another one. I think it's called The Layoff. And Slack, too. Do you guys use Slack? We use Slack internally. I don't post things on Slack. Oh, yeah. The Layoff.com. <laughs> layoff discussion like, board. Wow. It's funny that you guys all know this too. It's like, dude, yeah, go on layoff. Go on layoff. Yeah, go, ch- go check it out. See what's going on. What the fuck? We're all going to get, oh my God, no. And then there's other, there's other things like, so I, this is something I learned this go around, but I don't think I realized until recently that the reason companies give severance is so they don't have to announce ahead of time when they're going to lay people off. So it's like, in Massachusetts, you're required to give 60 days notice. Mm. So they oh, pay a long you time. at least 60 days worth of severance. And that essentially counts as like you're paid for the next 60 days. That's when the clock starts on the announcement. Do you have to keep your mouth shut? No, 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 no. They just like you still announce it that day. But it's basically like you have to give somebody 60 days notice. Like if you're going to have a mass layoff, you have to give somebody 60 days notice before they're not going to get paid again. Yeah. That's what severance is for is to like to like pay them for that 60 days. It's kind of weird. Like it seems counter to like what the intent of the law is. Mm-hmm. Feels like a way for businesses to get around it, but I don't know. It's tricky too, because it's a publicly traded company and you have to be careful of like sure. your job. You have a lot of responsibility towards shareholders and yeah, uh, and owners and your employees to do the right thing and announce things the right way. And it's just, it's gotta be a tricky decision. I know it's not easy for people to do and it's not like they're heartless. Like they come into the office, they talk to us. They're good people that just have to make hard decisions. Yeah. Yeah. What other, so you got blind, we got <clears throat> the layoff and I, I only know those two. Oh, I want gossip sites, man. Tech gossip yeah, sites. Uh, I don't know. TikTok. <laughs> sure Danelle knows no so. I know Probably. that when they were talking about everyone coming back she was there was a certain website she was talking about I can't remember now could have been on their slack channel like their private slack channel where they were people were just firing off how much they hate management and stuff oh yeah that's rough <laughs> yeah well their slack channel it's like Amazon slack channel right she works for Amazon right yeah, yeah but they have rough. private channels I don't know I don't know anything about slack you too, but like, I can't believe they're that private. 
Yeah, I can't imagine that they would have them. Yeah, because, you know. You'd have to be Amazon's techy enough to create an SSH tunnel and tunnel it through a, a server somewhere else and be able to, so that they can't yeah. see it. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. I don't know. Anyway. Well, to that, let's drink. <laughs> well, there's not going to be, there, so there's not going to be a bourbon, obviously, mm-hmm. or a whiskey, because um, A, they're gross. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> my uh, Kentucky 74 from Spiritless is expired, by the way. Yeah. Do you <laughs> know what I did it. with mine? What? I got about halfway down it, and then I filled it with rye. <laughs> so now oh. it's not Spiritless anymore. Oh, is it's it? Pretty good. Is it fine? It tastes weird. Okay. It's kind of like drinking a bad old fashioned. Oh, yeah. I, I like thought I had some like fake tequila here. I thought I. You did. You sent me a bottle of it. I sent you a home little, with I have a I have a little bit of it here. Should I go grab it? We could drink that. Yeah, why don't we do that? I'll, I'll try All to right. find it too. And we're back. Are we, are we back at it? Yeah, we're back at it. So John found his, and it was at a bottle that I actually put a label on and everything. Uh, it's got gaff tape, gaffer's tape on it. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. Then I should have it down here. This is the one you gave me to bring back here. I should have it down here then. Oh, well. I'm not going to waste any more time trying to look for the stupid thing. No, that's a waste. Okay. Well, you're going to, then you'll have to give us the, uh, the load on it and drink all, all the right, calories. Well, and again, right, beers, beers first. Yeah, we'll do beers first. I have, it's um, one that I found at PCC. And because uh, I did athletic beer last episode with Craig. By the way, shout out to Craig. Thanks for coming in and filling in. Uh, Craig Weinberg from the interview podcast. I uh, mm-hmm. just would ask everyone to go listen to episode 88 and then go check out the interview podcast because he's got some fascinating people on there. I mean, including uh, Christy Nome. He's interviewed her. Um, another uh, Senator Mike Rounds from uh, South Dakota. So he's gotten some great people on there, including Adam Curry. Um, so check it out, interview podcast. But I did the... Um, Belgian Wit Athletic Brewing Company. Belgian Wit. Oh, how was that? Terrible. I don't like them. Yeah. The aftertaste on them are are not awesome either, and that bothers me. That's one of the things that bugs me about it. And what are you drinking? Uh, I so I'm, I'm going to be honest. I picked this one because so like a lot of stores, you know how they have the like broken packs. You can create your own six yeah. pack yep. setup. They had two cans of Athletic there so i was like what's available so i don't have to buy a whole pack of it fantastic i i won't drink it yeah and it's the hazy ipa okay um, how, however i would i almost made a different decision because they do have a mexican lager and i'm I'm curious like it's supposed to be light anyway oh do they yeah oh i didn't see that one and, and so like i've never seen it before um it's like mexican lager copper or cerveza copper lager or something oh. like that um so i um I thought about it. I was real close. And then I thought, nope, that seems like a waste. <laughs> so this is available. If this if this can wasn't available on its own, I would mm-hmm. have gotten it. But honestly, it's not bad. I feel like if you were handed this after you had a couple of IPAs, you wouldn't even notice. You just think, oh, it's just a light IPA. I agree with you on that. If If someone poured it in a glass for me and they handed it to me and they said, oh, you'll like this. It's a light beer or it's a light IPA or whatever. Um, I don't think I would spit it out. I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, if you're just faking me out, like, you know, mm-hmm. he's had a, he's had enough. Like, we need to get him. Yes. Oh, yes. That's what they're good for. 
he's had enough. Here, have this. Yeah, exactly. I like that. That's a good. That's actually a good reason to have them around. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a lot of friends who I would tell they've had enough. I might tell myself I've had enough. Yeah. But then how do I get it into my hand without me knowing? Well, okay. So here's one of the things why I think non-alcoholic <clears throat> fake beers and spirits might be important. I said this on the last podcast um, with Craig, though, is some people feel awkward if they're in a social situation where everyone else is drinking and they don't have yep. something in their hand. Yep. If we did a video, I would have raised my hand. I'm that way. Like, it makes me feel more comfortable, like I'm fitting in. Yeah. And it looks like the same. And if someone tasted it, they wouldn't give you, you know, crap mm-hmm. for that. So yeah. I, I, put I think it has a, a place. In a, I even put my, my athletic in a cabin boys brewery koozie. Oh yeah. Cabin boys. So it's like, good beer. like if you were just like really trying not to drink alcohol yeah, and you, you know, get yourself a koozie and a couple of cans and mm-hmm. away you go. Yeah. Also, if your friends get, I know it's like, this is like, it's funny. It's like a personal feeling of uh, like, it feels weird personally, but the reality is, any friend that cares is not really a very good friend. Like most people yeah. don't give a shit. Like, yeah. okay, you want to just drink like water? Fine. Drink water. I don't give a shit. Yep. It's your mouth. Yeah. Put whatever you want in it. I agree. 100%. Anyway. So what are you drinking? Okay. So I have the best day brewing, uh, Kolsch, Kolsch style, was- non-alcoholic beer. Uh, this best is a, day- yeah, best, is that a- best day brewing. Where are they from? California, Northern California. And uh, mm-hmm. contains less than 0.5 alcohol. And uh, here's a problem I have with non-alcoholic stuff. It's all the calories and none of the fun. I might mm-hmm. as well just drink water. Yep. Uh, but this you know says. This is funny? Hmm. Miners cannot buy this. Yeah. Yep. Like you won't get, you don't get ID'd for it, but a miner can't order it. Yes. I know that because I've tried with Nathan when we're out. Yeah, and, I tried that with Tate too. Like Tate's trying to order it, and they won't they won't serve it to him. Yeah, and it's it's not because of that lack of alcohol content con- content. It's because it looks like a beer. Mm. So they don't because you might maybe you're like, hey, we'll yeah. switch this out. No one will know the difference. Uh, yeah. th- this is 55 calories, 11 carbohydrates, one gram of sugar, three grams of protein. Oh yeah, protein. There is protein in most beer. Yeah. The this, hazy beers. Protein haze. This is brewed in Sausalito, uh, California. I've been there. Is this water, malted barley, wheat, hops, yeast, 70 calories, 16 grams of carbohydrates, one gram protein, and zero fat. Woo. That's good. It's low fat. This is a <laughs> low fat diet. <laughs> Not a low carb diet, that's for sure. <laughs> But I think right. if you're if you're running and stuff like that, if you play active sports and you want something that tastes like a beer, but it's you know it's not, or you're like I said, like if you're holding a beer and everyone else yeah. is drinking beer and you want to watch your figure, you know, give it I a feel try. Like, I feel like I would rather have like a a Lacroix, a Lacroix, however you say, Lacroix, it? Crocs. or this I think hop I would water. Rather have like a like a flavored seltzer, or I've never had a hop water, so it is delicious. It's a hoppy flavored mango water. It's good. We'll have to give that a go. Yep. So right. I mean, like, if I want a beer, I want an actual beer. Because it does, like, to me, too, the mouthfeel is different. Yeah. Like, it, it, like, drinks differently. It's just, it's not the same thing. It just kind of tastes similar. Yep. But, again, if I was a couple deep, I probably wouldn't even notice. Well, so they add the carbonation in because it's not, obviously, naturally carbonated because mm-hmm. it's from the yeast. Well, most, well, <clears throat> most can't. Actually, most... Most beers you get in a can are force carbonated, not naturally carbonated. Oh, really? 
Yeah. So the way you naturally carbonate a beer is you actually, so you, you brew the wort, you put it in the fermenter, you add the yeast, the yeast bubbles around, eats the sugar, converts it to, to alcohol okay. and the off gas is CO2. And that's when you, if you ever go to a brewery, you'll see them like bubbling. There's airlocks to let the air out and not let other stuff in, but that does not work. And it gets carbonated. If you want, if you want natural carbonation, you have to package the, you add sugar to it and then package it and cap mm -hmm. it. And that new sugar gets eaten up by the leftover yeast, the residual yeast and slowly carbonates it in the bottle because it's pressure. It's in the bottle and it starts to pressurize itself. Whereas it like in a can, um, it's all force carbonated. So you just get a big old can, a tank of CO2 and you put it under pressure just like a soda stream works yeah. basically. Um, and what's interesting is if you try them side by side, the carbonation is different. Like there is a bite to force carbonated beers that you don't get it on naturally fermented or naturally carbonate, carbonated <clears throat> beers. It feels like the bubbles are smaller. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or just perception, but that's what it always seems like to me. Yeah. Well, we've had stuff from machine house before where it wasn't carbonated at all. What's it called? It's called uh cask cascale. Yeah. Cask conditioned. And it so was will, yummy. Yeah. Those will often have like some carbonation in it because they'll package it and part of packaging it like agitates everything and it gets in there and then the yeast start kind of bouncing around and they do a little bit to pressurize the tank and usually put like a nitrogen blanket on or CO2, like just to make sure there's no oxygen in there. So it doesn't, you don't want it to oxygenate. Um, but for the most part, there's not a lot of, not a lot of carbonation in it. Yeah. It's just delicious. So mine tastes like a Rainier. No. So, I mean, it, it, it actually tastes like a beer. <laughs> it doesn't taste like a near beer. It doesn't have a weird aftertaste. It does mm -hmm. make me burpy. Me too. I noticed that with this <clears> one too. Like, it's like nonstop. Yeah. And I'm only halfway through the can. Yeah. So I like this one. It, they say it's a crisp and clean finish. Leaves you wanting another sip. It's true. It's malty, easy drinking, toasty malt character, lightly hop. It's not bad. I, I like this one better than the athletic brewing company. And I think the calories are less. So yeah, I wouldn't mind. Like, I don't want to buy all the different athletic brewing company <laughs> yeah. ones, but I wouldn't mind trying them all. Like if they had a multi-pack that was like two of each in a case or yep. a 12 pack, I would buy that and try them. <clears throat> At Trader but, Joe's, you can take them off the, the pack and mix and match your own, I think. Do they have athletic at Trader Joe's? <clears throat> yeah. Oh. That's where I found the wit. Mm. The Belgian wit. I have to go to, I don't know if any of the Trader Joe's here sell alcohol. Oh, oh, that's true. Okay. You have, yeah. Have yeah, in Rhode stores. Island, they don't. The grocery stores don't typically sell alcohol. <clears throat> in Massachusetts, they do. Massive uh, So I have to my massive two shits. So I have to give that a try. All right. So, okay. uh, do you want to do you want to know about this Jalisco? Yes, I do. Fifty-five Jalisco. You said yours is it's it's got an expiration date on it. Uh, yeah, my the, the Kentucky, yeah, spirit one, yeah. But that's because it was open. I, this was not an open bottle when I put that in there. Because <clears throat> I haven't tried it's it. It's like it's a little bit cloudy and it it smells weird. It has a very similar smell to the, the bourbon. Oh, does like, it? That I can't really place. It's like that. There's like this kind of spice smell to it, um, almost like a smell of an old fashioned, but not quite. It doesn't wonder, smell like tequila at all. No, interesting. Not even close. Really, it smells like a dirty agave plant. 
<laughs> I don't know what a nagave smells like. It's just, <laughs> but it, it smells a little dusty. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how they like pretend to call this tequila. I don't either. It says the finished product is an elegant, herbaceous reposado spirit minus the burn of alcohol sniff and you'll catch a whiff of sweet agave (laughs) zesty citrus (laughs) fresh sweet mint and a touch of cinnamon yeah it's like the combination of mint and cinnamon yeah sip and you'll taste hints of honey spicy oak which is probably where you got the taste like the other one vanilla and delicate pepper yeah delicate pepper it's kind of sweet spicy there is a little bit of a heat to it Mm -hmm. like residual heat and it's almost like they put some sort of like pepper like hot pepper in it to give you that little bit of a mouthfeel that you get from tequila but Mm. it's like it's just not a substitution for tequila not not even close yeah they even have a a thing here for uh (laughs) to pair it with you know other um uh cocktail mixers that will make it take, taste like your favorite tequila co- t- cocktail. Or you can go Havsies, trademarked Havsies, by the way, <laughs> and blend it a one-to-one ratio with your favorite tequila for an option with less alcohol and fewer calories. Or just you're someone who likes to waste their money, honestly. It's $40. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's, I mean, I, it's 20% off if you use dry Jan 20. I would rather drink less than drink this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I, I would it I, help I if you knew talk- it was women founded and run? Oh, this is delicious. And everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate what they're trying to do. We've talked about this the last time. Like, I don't think you were cared for the burp. <gasps> no. Um, I think that like the way I, the have these thing, I can't believe they got that trademark. Mm-hmm. That's seems like they, well, they didn't make that shit up. Nope. Um, but I do appreciate like their pitch. That's like, like cut tequila with this and then mix that in your drinks to like cut your alcohol content in half. That makes sense. Fine. It's going to change the flavor, but like to try to call it tequila or make it sang- seem like it tastes like tequila. Yeah. It does not. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. I mean, it's not bad. It's just like a weird, sweet, spicy, drink yeah i actually bet if you were to take this put it over an ice cube and then do like a floater of of like tequila or mezcal over the top of it yeah you might not notice Hmm. like that first sip gets you i wish i had it here now so i could put a little tequila on top of it i'm gonna save the rest for the tequila i don't have any tequila (sighs) up here yeah save the rest and then you can get back to us later I can uh, see some ways you can use that to like reduce alcohol consumption. Yeah. Well, like let's you can sneak it into people's drinks. Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like you all have that friend when you're at a party, they have a little too much, especially if it's at your own house. You just say, Hey, yeah. let me make you a drink. Let me make just you a slip this stuff in there. And they'd be like, yeah. And then they'll have a psychosomatic drunk, I guess is mm-hmm. what they would have. Put some psilocybin in there. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> Well, let's do a little housekeeping. Um, let's do it. I just want everyone to know that we are a value for value show. What that means is that if you find value in this show and listening, and by the way, we have you know over a thousand listens per 
um, episode. Now, I don't know how accurate those numbers are. Those come from the Blueberry dashboard. I'm going to say that they're probably pretty accurate. And we, first of all, want to say thank you for listening to this show. Thank you for listening to our nonsense. We really do appreciate it. But if you find value, if you enjoyed this hour, if you laughed, if you found something interesting, if, if, um, I'm not as smart as John, but if you got something from John that was really interesting, like you just heard him talk about, you know, cast conditioned beer, which I always find fascinating, uh, give that value back to us and time, treasure and talent. And the treasure of course, being money that helps, you know, we have hosting fees. We have, um, you know, cost of our equipment, you know, those depreciate and we're eventually maybe going to have to get something else. Um, I pay for a clean feed. We pay for We pay for these things so that we can produce this, which you enjoy. And we want to make something, a quality product that you do enjoy. We do have a PayPal now. Uh, so you can go to paypal.me uh, slash balderdashers because that's what you are if you donate to us. Um, and you can, you know, any amount helps, obviously. You want to give us $7, you can be a part of the old number seven club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to give us $80, you can be an 80 proofer. You know, we can come up with funny stuff like that. But the bottom line is it'll go to the show. It won't actually go into our pocket, so to speak, because I need to fund this show. We have, again, domain stuff and everything else that we go on. And I'm trying to find more affordable ways by self-hosting and stuff like that, but it's just not in the cards right now. And Blueberry is just a great company, so I, I kind of want to stay with them. They kind of give me a lot of things that I'm looking for that I don't want to do on my own. Corporate uh, sponsors. Yeah, no. Nope. <laughs> People, you don't want to hear a commercial ad in the middle of this. You don't. <laughs> you don't. And you don't want to hear us do a commercial. You don't. That's no. death. They don't have to hear it. They <clears throat> can just like see the banner ad on our live stream video. Yeah. And, and I honestly, I don't want to like not do this. You know, I still want to be able to afford to do this. Uh, second of all, um, your your talent. Uh, anyone out there that wants to make jingles for us, I would love some jingles for some of our segments, including the oh, Balderdash yeah. word of the podcast and beer trivia. Oh, yeah. And coming up this season, this season, we don't do seasons, but coming up this year, uh, we're going to have some mystery uh, bourbons. John has given me a bunch of bottles that have numbers mm-hmm. on them and I don't know what they are. So we're going to do some blind tasting. I'll show you how terrible I really am at <laughs> tasting whiskey and it will be fun. Uh, but you know, a jingle for that perhaps. So would be really great. And you know, we, we call out to our um, producers because I know that you guys are a talented bunch. I know that there are at least a few hundred of you. And so anything helps us because either we don't have the bandwidth, which is, Oftentimes too, but we also don't have the talent to do some of these things either. So we appreciate any help that you can give us on that front. Also, we have a sub stack. I'd love for people to subscribe to our sub stack. It's beer, bourbon, balderdash. No and in there, just beer, bourbon, balderdash dot substack.com. I probably post twice a week on there. I usually do one that's about the episode coming up and then one about the episode that we just did. So there's at least two there and there'll be some extra information in there and um, some teasers, if you will. Mm -hmm. And if John and I can get our act together, we'll write up little reviews about the things that we're drinking as well. And, uh, and there'll be links and all sorts of stuff on there too, as we continue to grow. So I just a little MIA over the last couple of weeks. I apologize for that. No, it's fine. But I gave you the password and all that stuff. So you know how to get in there. So you can start writing stuff and I can start sending stuff to you to add. Here we go. go. 
Okay. <laughs> so that's a little housekeeping there. I just want to just make sure everyone knows, but we do appreciate um, any of those kind of things, your time, talent, and treasure. And uh, again, donate. We're balderdashers, paypal.me backslash balderdashers. And uh, any amount helps. It really does. Yep. Or Love you can it. boost us Satoshi's help as well. Uh, speaking of listeners and engagement, I do want a quick shout out to one of my suppliers that I met in Dallas. Mm. I've met, I've met them in person a handful of times. Uh, Matt and Jeremy from Globe Electric. Globe uh, Electric. They're, they're wonderful human beings, and they <clears throat> found out that I do a podcast. Yeah, and they listened, and and they were they loved it. So, well, at least that's what they pretended to say. Asking for a favor, so well, maybe you should ask them some spe- specific <laughs> questions. <laughs> No, they said they really liked it. They listened That's good. to it. I was really surprised they actually did that they were like they they're just they're just good guys and I'm glad they listened. I'm glad they they enjoyed it. So excellent. Fun. That is good. So now they know me in a way that <clears throat> they probably should Intimately. <laughs> intimately. Oh, that they knew me intimately before that. Shh. <laughs> <A child>. oh, <laughs> weird. <laughs> That's weird. Well, let's get on. Uh next is our Balderdash word of the night. Balderdash. Words. Words. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Uh, Tonight's Balderdash word is swazzle. Swazzle? Swazzle. (laughs) That sounds like a word that Dr. Seuss made up. I I I mean, you're kind of close. What else do you think? Um, I feel... uh, Jeez, I don't know. This could go a lot of directions. (laughs) Uh, God, I have no idea. I don't know. Um, it sounds like something you call your penis when you don't want to say penis. My goodness. Touch my swazzle. Touch my swazzle. <laughs> I'm going to go take my swazzle out and go for a jog. <laughs> nice. Well, stay till the end of the episode, folks, and you can find out what swazzle Swazzle. Swazzle to it's actually an action <clears throat> word. It it's to swazzle. Oh. And it's and it's when you wrap up your penis. Maybe. Maybe. It's when you swaddle <laughs> your penis. That's the, the opener. Act. That's the opener right there. The the act of of wrapping up your penis. <laughs> okay. Swazzle. You're thinking of swizzle, and I think that's why you're getting swazzle. No, that's when you take another penis and you <laughs> touch side to side. It's called red vining, isn't it? It's two penises together. <laughs> Not a kid's show. Not a docking? kid's that's show. That's called docking. Docking. <laughs> well, that's the tip. If it's on the side, it's a, it's a swizzling. And if they, if you wrap them around, it's called red vining. Red vining. I think, who has that kind of penis? <laughs> no, not me. I can't wrap it around anything. <laughs> Oh, so uh, funny. Okay, so uh, that is. Do you have okay, a beer trivia? A of, Are you prepared for a, a beer trivia or not? I am. That's a, that's a lot of penis talk. So let's that's move on. Yeah. Ah, the beer trivia time with your host, John Harrison. Take it away, Johnny. Welcome everybody to beer trivia. Uh, all right, we got beerology, beer one hundred and one, mm. pub crawl, or buzzword. Uh, pub crawl sounds like one I'll lose at. Pub crawl that's green, 
Let's make sure I get this in the right direction. Question. What is the best selling beer in London, England? Oh. Stella, Guinness, Budweiser, or Foster's? Uh, Stella, Budweiser, Guinness, or Foster's? No. Stella, Guinness, Budweiser. Yes, Stella, Guinness, Budweiser, or Foster's. I'm going to say, I think it would be obvious if it's Guinness. I don't think it's going to be Foster's because they don't like Australians. That's why they put all the English on that prison island. And a uh, bunch of criminals. I said Budweiser. Budweiser is what it is. No, actually, <clears throat> it is Foster's. Whoa. Foster's Lager. Uh, Australia's original lager was created in 1887 by the Foster brothers, two Americans who immigrated to Australia to make the fortune brewing a crisp, refreshing beer appropriate for the country's climate. Oh. Now sold in over 150 countries, Foster's has been London's top-selling beer for more than 10 years. According to the company's website, one out of five adults in England, nearly 8 million people, drink Foster's lager at least once a week. And the they drink it of, warm. The equivalent of 700 million pints per year. Hmm. Bunch of alcoholics in London. Did you actually think that that was going to be the answer? No, I didn't. I thought it was weird that it was even on there. Yeah. Like of all the beers that you could throw on there to ask a question about. No, I had no idea. And I'm sure if if uh, English Paul ever listened to this, he would be turning over in his grave once he dies. He's not dead yet. So. <laughs> but, but if he died and then he heard it, he would definitely roll. I think what we should do is we should put a Bluetooth speaker in his casket with That's our podcast. Just as playing this episode. Doing. No, and then he can hear this no. episode. <laughs> we don't wish you dead, British Paul. Nope. No, we don't. We Not at all. Much, much of life. Much health. Much of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so it's an American. Americans went to Australia to make a beer. Yeah. Yep. And, and which is now the best-selling beer in England. In London. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> kind of funny. Right? That's so funny. Have you, have you ever had a Foster's? <clears throat> I have. It's okay. They're not. They're not great. I mean, I don't like them. This beer, it's a light lager. Yeah, it's just beer, and they but they're yeah. they're, they're kitschy in that they sell it in a big can. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and they had the ad campaign in the U.S. Beer, Foster's Australian for beer. Yeah, beer. Yeah, there were some good beer commercials around that time. That's when Bitter Beer Face came out. Mm-hmm. Great taste. Less filling. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's when they used to have the Bud Bowl at halftime. Yep. Oh, and the frogs. The frogs. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then, uh, oh, the what's up? That was terrible. (laughs) That was really bad. (laughs) Here in Washington, we got, uh, do you remember the Rainier commercials? There's a guy on a motorcycle going up to Rainier, um, Mount Rainier. Mm -hmm. And all you hear is, yeah, it's a Rainier. (laughs) I always remember listening to the, the hams commercials my dad you know whenever they'd watch stuff it's the hams the refreshing hams oh, that's the right. refreshing hams with like cartoon bear mm-hmm. yeah good times those are good uh speaking Wait, of good times the commercials that shaped our lives <laughs> beer commercials pool, pool parties <laughs> spud, McKenzie. Stros, spud mckenzie spud <laughs> mckenzie all the miller light girls on the towels that's right yeah, little hotties <laughs> on those. Uh, speaking of good news and good times, let's talk about that. I, I 
right now in January, if you live in Washington state from around November to April, uh, we call these the dark times. <laughs> we enter mm-hmm. into a very, everything's gray all the time. Sometimes it's layers of gray. And what do I mean by that? I mean, sometimes we are fogged in and when the fog lifts, it's just gray clouds. So it's, yeah, it's, it just goes higher. Yeah, it just, yeah, it just goes up. It's still super shit. If you see blue sky, like your whole countenance goes, oh, that's what sky looks like. But you rarely <laughs> see the sun. But you know it's there because the gray got brighter throughout the day. <laughs> <clears throat> and sometimes if you work in an office or something like that, you went to work when it's dark and you got out of work when it's dark. That kind of happens to me at times. In Seattle, it's worse. I didn't realize how much farther north Seattle is than Boston. Yeah. Um, but like there at 7 o'clock in the morning, it's dark when it's dark it's time. And then it's like dark again at 4. Here it's a little later. Like at 7, the sun's coming up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's rough. It's fucking rough. <laughs> I think actually tomorrow, so that'll be the 26th of January, uh, we'll finally be at 5 p.m. sunsets. And we won't be back down to 5 p.m. sunsets until November. So Ooh, we're yeah. we're climbing up. We're getting back up there. Moving on up. And so during these times, Dan and I, we like to, we do a couple things in the house. We'll turn on, uh, we have like artificial sunlights. Um, she likes to turn those on in the mornings. It's like that. Get some like UV type sun in your eyes. We use the sauna, keep ourselves warm because it gets, it's just damp and it's to the bone, sometimes chilly here. Mm-hmm. Um, and all that stuff psychologically just messes with us. And then if you look on X or if you look on, uh, I mean, Twitter, but it's X. Um, or if you look on the news, if you watch the news and stuff like that, it's a lot of depressing news. So now <laughs> everywhere you look, it's gray and everything that you listen to or you hear is really gray. So also gray. Yeah. If you have some positive things going on in your life, or if you can think more positively, if you can, if you can watch things that are funny, Nathan and I, we love sitting down and watching memes and just laughing and just having a good time. Or we'll watch some silly show, like always sunny in Philadelphia, which I, I love. It's so crass and funny. Hmm. Um, then, you know, or even like good shows that make you feel really good. Like a lot of people rag on the new Frasier I love the new Frasier. It's light. It's funny. It's sometimes witty. I didn't even know there was a new Frasier. Yeah, there's a new Frasier. And uh, it's really good. I like it. I don't care if you don't like it, but I like it. (laughs) I haven't watched it. I have no opinion. Yeah. And so how we react to good news or bad news or any kind of that information does also have like a psychological and physiological effect on our lives. And so we have lots of emotional responses um, we have more stronger and intense feelings to bad news or to fear mongering news, so to speak, or, mm-hmm. you know, and this time last year I was so busy with my mom passing away. I don't even remember most of January, February. <laughs> I just, I don't, it was just all a big blur and that was a hard time. And you know, th- that, that I think kind of impacted my health. I think last year. I gained a lot of weight last year, even though I was still kind of working out. I just, I emotionally ate, which is kind of my thing to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. And I just didn't have that kind of positive mindset as much where this year I, I'm feeling a little better about it. There's distance and more healing and whatnot. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's good to hear. So certainly we, it's tricky. 
Yeah. So we have emotional responses. We have memory formations, negative information. We remember more vividly. Um, and that's why I think it's also good to kind of stay away from unnecessary negative information. Like if, if you look at anything political, it's always the sides are fighting and stuff like that. And, and we'll remember those things. And we like to, we like to gossip about those things as well, about negative, like gossiping about positive things. We're less likely to do. We're more likely to, to gossip about negative things. I mean, you and I started the podcast talking about waiver layoffs. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not gossip. That's news. That's actual. It news. is news, but it's not good news. But it's it's personal news. It's yeah, not like I'm talking true. about somebody else. It's like it's very related to me. So it's a little different. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I think there, there's a balance, and like you got to be able to talk about some of the negative stuff, but like don't dwell on it. Yep. And like if there's nothing you can do about it, um. Like, I don't remember what I was watching. Like, I, you know, I was, I was scrolling through something and somebody put up a video of a guy talking about how to, like, like if you're a person that struggles with anxiety over, like, decisions and things that are happening in your life, like, his advice was make a list of all the things that you're struggling with that you have anxiety about, make that whole list, and then cross out all the ones you can't do anything about. Yeah. And then only focus on the ones you can change. Yeah, that's good. The reality is most of the things you can't do anything about. Yep. So like once you change your mindset to like, well, maybe I'll just focus on the things I can change that I can actually do something about helps you not worry so much. Yeah. And then don't worry so about I worry. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, uh, it makes you do comparisons with people too. Bad news kind of makes you compare yourself with others. You can have some social factors and stuff like that where you mm-hmm. think about your situation to others. So if you got some bad news, like, Oh, I wish I had better news. You know, I wish I was living this guy's life or I wish I was. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you are on social media or those kind of things, you see people trying to like, you know, they're living their best life. And if things aren't going well for you, that, that can affect you. You can be like, Oh, I'm not living my West, best life. Wes, nothing compares to you. <laughs> nothing compares. <laughs> Do you like the Prince version or the Sinead O'Connor version? I like the Sinead O'Connor version. I do too. Well, the Prince one's not bad. No, it's not bad. I like Prince too, but I just, I just wanted you to know that I care. Thank you. And I You're care welcome. about you. That made me feel <laughs> happy. Though. Like, I like that. Like, like Seattle has like the, like seasonal effectiveness disorder is a real thing. Yep. Um, and you know, people got to take care of themselves. And think, Sad. I met, I met a lot of people at, at Amazon that like they lasted a year in Seattle and they're like, I didn't like, they moved up here from California or somewhere where there's a lot more sun and they just couldn't handle it. Cause it was, it's like cold and dark and they didn't know how to cope. Yeah. Like, and I don't mean cope as in like grin and bear it. Like they didn't know how to do things to get themselves out of this feeling of funk, this unexpected funk that they ended up being in. Then they ended up quitting and, and going back to where they came from. Um, and I don't blame them cause it's, it's tough. It can be challenging for sure. If you're not doing the things, to take care of yourself. Yeah. Like finding ways to laugh, finding ways to smile to like the pre-show discussion where you're talking about good vibes and how do you, mm-hmm. how do you engage or how do you like focus on the things that are going to make you smile or are going to make your, your heart feel better. It's like I was kind of alluding to in the beginning of, uh, so we're talking about the layoffs is like, I'm coping with it by helping other people cope with it. And a lot of that is being able to talk about it and being able to smile about the things that we appreciate, you know, a little joke here, or there. Yeah. Uh, you know, things like that, that just kind of get you smiling and get you through it and making, and making sure that, you know, it's okay to, to talk about it and yeah, that we're all in this together. Yep. And that'll pass. I mean, most things mm-hmm. in life will pass. They will pass. Mm-hmm. It's not forever. And if you can remind yourself, I think that's a positive, positive. Have you thing. seen that? Have you seen the Tom Hanks? 
clip where he talks about that? Mm-mm. It's like the one thing he wished he le- learned younger was the the phrase "this too shall pass." Mm-hmm. And he doesn't just talk about like the bad times. He also is like the good times. Yep, this too shall pass. Like everything's constantly changing, and you just have to remember that as you're going through. Like it's normal for things to not always be good and not always be yeah. bad, and yeah. like it's very fluid, and that's okay. Just just know that that uh, you're going to be all right, and there's people around to help you. Yep, that's true. There's always a season, mm-hmm. you know. There's a season for everything, and, and some people to, love this shit, like vampires. Oh yeah, I used to know. Yeah, I actually I knew a person who she was a physical trainer, and she lived in I think Colorado or something like that. And uh, this is when I was doing beach body exercises like ten oh, years yeah. ago. And she's one of those trainers they give you on their website. <clears throat> and she's like, "What's the weather like there?" And I described it to her. She goes, "Oh my god, that sounds amazing." I'm like, no, like you don't want to be here. She goes, I love the dark and stuff like that. I'm like, uh, I think I need a new trainer. Yeah. I love the darkness. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> focusing on more positive things has a lot of benefits to you as well. Uh, boost your mood, you know? So if you hear a funny joke or if you see something sweet or something positive, even like if I watch something and it tears me up because it's like such a, a good thing, like I love that. Uh, emotional feeling of this is such a, a cool thing. Like anytime a child who hasn't seen their dad in a couple of years, because our country sent him off to some middle Eastern country to fight a war for some oil or whatever. And then they show up at like a school thing and they're behind them and the kid turns around and they lose it. That genuine seeing their dad and just falling apart, that love, they missed him so much. That gets me in the feels every time. And I feel so good. I don't feel sad. I just feel so good mm-hmm. when I see that. And it just boosts my mood. Like I just, I feel a little lighter, you know, it, gets, it makes me optimistic, you know, it makes me thankful. It makes me thankful that I'm not over there and missing my family, mm-hmm. you know, it, it encourages um, those kind of things can encourage kindness. Like you want to, be better too. You know, you want to make someone feel that way as well. Like, you know, and it reduces stress. You feel a lot better. Like I said, you feel lighter. There's less stress there. So there's a lot of things like when I watch those things on purpose, but they're hard to come by, John. Finding good news is hard to come by. Certainly is. You know, it's, have you found a place that like, have you found things like a place to find those sorts of like, I don't know, videos or stories that, that actually helps because it's always like interwoven with shitty things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. During you know, the pandemic, like- uh, John Krasinski from the office had a YouTube show called the good news network where he would yeah, just, that's right. he would just do good news. And sometimes it was cute, uh, you know, there, there's fail army, but there's also <laughs> win army. And if you go to like the wins, like if you looked up on YouTube, like the wins of 2023, you would see all kinds of cool, you know, sweet stuff, people doing really awesome things. You know, I, I watch people do creative things on, you know, LinkedIn, you know, woodworkers trying to figure out a way to do some creative thing. That makes me feel good. That feels positive to me because they're like, it's like they've unlocked uh, a way to do a thing that no one's thought of how to do it before. Mm. Those kind of things I think are fun. Car shows yep. where they build things and they take like an old thing that's about dead in some junkyard and they rebuild it and it's this awesome thing again. That, that to me is good news because they mm-hmm. just took something that could have just been tossed away and they 
repurposed it for something that's funny and fun and they'll travel across the country and it just goes to pieces, but it, they're having a good time. That to me is like <laughs> feel good stuff. <clears throat> Shows like Clarkson's farm or James May's cooking show are fun because they're just making, they're just messing up and they're trying things and they're so happy when they're successful. And I think that stuff's cool. That, that to me would be like good news, quote unquote. Here's kind of a fun one. Like I looked up the Good News Network and it's still live and there's lots of stories on here. And this mm. one is very related to, to our podcast. Mm. Um, and the, the uh, title of the story is A New Drinking Game is Sweeping Britain. Oh. Colon, sending pints to strangers across the nation. So apparently there's like an app to be able to order. Um, let's see. Weatherspoon's the game. Essentially, Weatherspoon? Like there's an app. Yeah, the, the, the game is it's called Weatherspoon's. The activity has attracted international attention. Essentially, you can use this app. There's a loophole in the app that allows you to connect to any other location that has this app. And you can like randomly put in a table and send them a beer. And so people oh. just like, they just like buy beers for random people <clears throat> across the country. Yeah. That's so like, like people they'll never meet. They're just giving away money. And it's just kind of fun. They're just having a good time with it. So That's it's like awesome. once this became once they once they figured out this like loophole in this thing, they in one day the group became open and within a few days they had five hundred thousand members engaged in this process. It's pretty awesome. That is super cool. Is it only there? Uh, I think so. <sighs> I think it's only within Britain, but like how fun is that? Dude, that's so cool. They would never allow that in the US. Let's see. Uh, we are out tonight to cheer ourselves up after an emotional day. My hamster of three years sadly died today, and having a, having to bury her in the garden whilst it was snowing was quite the challenge. My hands were numb, so so was my heart. Wrote a woman from East London who was sent, among other things, a strawberry daiquiri. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's awesome. It's just like you just send random people drinks. Is they it would o- never allow that in the U.S. Uh, I'm trying to think. Is there an equivalent? <laughs> so on Reddit, it's what is the American equivalent of weather? I'm on Reddit, by the way. So, oh, yeah, this is almost the basement of the internet. That's 4chan. Um, of course, someone says, I don't believe the ha- there is an equivalent. The closest thing that comes to mind is Applebee's, <laughs> <laughs> McMinimums. Mm, yeah, like if McMinimums had McMinimums, 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 <laughs> if, if they had an app for this kind of thing. People can buy pints for people that are at McMinimums. That might be mm-hmm. kind of cool. That would be fun. People would do it too. Yeah. They Especially have a, they one made called an interactive, the pub. Like I'm going to, I'm going to send. So like in this case, like you can order to a table number. So it'd be great if it was like part of the process. Like if you're engaged in this, you get the pint and then you send a picture back of you drinking the pint. Yeah. I think you should. Yeah. And saying, thank you. Yeah. Well, it's, it's value for value then. Right. So you're donating. Yeah, right? So you could do something like that. That'd be fine. I think that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Well, if I if I was an app maker, I would try to make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is just a UK thing. I don't know. If like uh get up all the West Seattle or Seattle area, like so cities could have their own, like the Weatherspoons uh city app or whatever like that, and you pick your city that you're in and then someone from that city. So that way it's not such a broad across the US thing, it's just localized. That might mm-hmm. make it a little bit easier, but mm-hmm. I'm going to check that out. That's kind of cool, man. Yeah, that's fun. Anyway, there's some good news. That is good, good news. news. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, so some ways that we can have a more optimistic outlook on life, that we can boost our moods. 
Uh, positive affirmations are always good. You know, even starting your day, I start my day off with some prayer, just thanking God for being alive and thank him for my family. And I try to get my mind right that way. Um, that helps me because it, it, it reminds me that of God's love and I really do appreciate God's love. And so in that way, I feel better about myself throughout the day as well, that I'm loved regardless of I'm not lovely or someone else finds me not lovely throughout the day. I'm still loved <laughs> uh, being thankful for things, you know? So, you know, like I'm thankful for like our friendship. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for that things pass <laughs> that bad times are not always here. You know, I'm trying to be very thankful when I know I'm in a good time, like being, just being present and being like really thankful that this is, this is a good time right here. Mm-hmm. Getting them good vibes. Uh, being Man, Google, go ahead. Google does not mess around. As we're sitting here, one of my one of my favorite things to do is go somewhere warm in Seattle. It's like around February. Like I just got to get the fuck out of here, and mm-hmm. so I just <laughs> I just uh, check ticket prices from Boston to Cancun. And and now I have ads all over my <laughs> pages for for resorts in Cancun. <laughs> you should buy one of those uh, body just the body saunas where your head sticks out and you're basically in a in a tent. But then I'll and I'll do the podcast from it. <laughs> you could and you just you be warm. Yeah. Oh, it's just so sweaty. sweaty. Does this have to be an hour long? Oh jeez. Uh being <laughs> at some point I'll just stop talking. Breathing heavy. It feels so good. Drinking beer and yeah, sitting in a sauna. I have to have it like on a table with a straw, right? Because it's like just your head sticking. Yeah, you would. So you'd have to just. I get one of those hats with the the, <laughs> with the, the beer holders and the straw. So full dad mode. <laughs> uh, healthy lifestyle um, is a great way to boost your mood and energy levels. I find that true. If I come home after a rough day and I'm tired and I still work out, I feel better afterwards. So working out, it definitely has positive effects. Um, it says here, a balanced diet. Eh. I mean, we go for comfort <laughs> food because we want to feel comforted. I mean, mm-hmm. a balanced diet. I don't, broccoli's never made me feel better. Not speaking my language. <laughs> uh, surrounding yourself with positivity. So spending time with positive, supportive people. Um, is, you know, cause their optimism can be contagious and that's always fun. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, helping others. I know you're big on that one. Mm-hmm. Helping ov- others really always makes you feel better. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, we helped, uh, move Nathan. And I helped move, uh, Whitney, Whitney. Yeah. And, and her, um, her family, uh, a big armoire and, uh, that was a lot of fun. You know, they kept like, oh, are you guys sure? And we're like, yeah. I mean, it w- went really simple. That thing was so perfect. It fit in the back of your truck perfectly. Like it, it was any, it was an inch bigger. We wouldn't have been able to shut the tailgate. <laughs> like just right. Yeah. And in their house, it would not have made it into um, Mona's room <laughs> if it was an inch just- bigger. Like it, it like just, tight. yeah, it was like just uh, like a hair in the doorway inside awesome. into her door. It was like the perfect thing. And so they were ecstatic, which made us feel ecstatic. We we're like, they're so mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. This is, and Whitney's like, I knew it was the thing that we should have gotten when, as soon as I saw it <laughs> and everything worked out and it was great and it felt good. Love it. Absolutely love it. It's perfect. Yep. Love it when a plan comes together. Yeah. 
learning from mistakes can often be, you know, can make you feel good because even though you made a mistake, not doing it the second time, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like the time I electrocuted myself and then I realized I forgot I had that little wand to tell me if the line is hot or not. <laughs> and the next time I, I did and it was hot and I knew not to touch that one, I felt better. <laughs> let, let that a little giggle. <clears throat> yep. And may, maybe a little pee. Yep. Yeah. Limit your exposure to negativity. Stay off the social media stuff as much as possible. Yeah. That's actually a really good point too. Like you brought up, you know, looking at other people's lives on social media and Mm -hmm. that's a real, like it's real mental problem that people end up with. Mm -hmm. Like all you see, you have to remember that all you see on like Facebook or wherever is the best parts of people's lives. Cause rarely are people like, well, the dog shit on the floor this morning and I stepped (laughs) on it and and then I landed on my ass right in the middle of it. And Oh, guess what? Grandma died. Yeah. That'd be a pretty I mean, funny post do, up until grandma, that. but that'd be, yeah. if you took a picture of the poo and then the poo on your foot and the poo smeared yeah. across your carpet. I would, I would be laughing. Yeah, if, would they, be if, laughing the right person, if the right person posted it, like, like with the, like, you'll never believe what happened. Yeah. Not like, no, like fuck my life. Things yeah. are terrible. A story like, in three like, pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I would be laughing so yeah. hard. Oh my God. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you like people that are posting like They're the day to day stuff. Like, yeah. oh, you know what I have to do is the dishes. Yeah, I know. Oh, I hate doing the dishes. And most people won't post things like I'm feeling sad today and I don't know what to do. No. And honestly, no, most people don't go to social media for those posts. No. And then they'll go, but they will post like every two seconds pictures of them on a beach vacation. Yep. Which they're living their best life. Yeah. Yeah. And that just makes people feel like their life is even shittier, even though that person's life is the thing that you want to do. It only happens like one week. Yeah. If, if we, you really want to go do it, go do it. If we think about the television shows that we watch and the negativity in those television shows or how people treat people in those shows, I mean, all those things will have some kind of subconscious effect on us. So limiting the, yeah, sure. the, your exposure to those things um, would really greatly help you. <clears throat> Setting realistic goals. Um, every time I accomplish a task that I have written down, like this week, I'm going to accomplish this. If I accomplish it either by the date or before the date, I feel great. Like I did something, Hmm. you know, and that boosts my mood for sure. Mm -hmm. And then of course, professional help. If you need help Mm -hmm. boosting your mood, sometimes there's, sometimes you can't tell close people around you or you don't feel like you can, but you could talk to a stranger, Mm -hmm. you know, or, um, Sometimes you have all this like a thundercloud of thoughts going on in your brain and you don't know how to actually get them out to like string them in a way that you can understand them. But if you could sit down and talk to somebody and just blurt it all out without feeling like you're going to be judged or them thinking like, dude, he's lost it. Um, (laughs) That helps too, you know? So it's like, so someone could be like, no, I see what you're saying. You're trying to put all these things together and you go, yes. And that affirmation of someone like they get it or they repeat it back to you, what you're trying to get to can be a big relief and booster mood as well. Yeah, for sure. Do not disagree. Yeah. And it's okay to have bad days. Yep. Bad days just remind you that there's good days. Yeah. If we didn't have bad days, there wouldn't be good days because they, they would just be days. <laughs> they would just be days. Sometimes I do have days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're not Tuesday good or bad. One of those days. Just like I just and existed the, today. Like one one of the things that I kind of picked up from you a while ago and I've been trying to do is like, you told me once that you try to be more honest with people when they ask you how you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I read a lot about like 
they have a lot of anxiety and I like, I've been working through a lot of mental health things on, uh, with therapists and such and such and trying to learn a lot about how I respond to things and like what those subtle cues are that you might miss. And like one of the things that comes out a lot is when somebody says they're fine, they're probably not fine. Oh yeah. You know, or like, they're like, I'm okay. <laughs> You're probably not okay. And so like one of the things I picked up from you that you'd brought up once is like, if I'm feeling really shitty, I'll just tell them, I'll tell someone. Mm-hmm. And so like, I've been trying to do that. And so like, uh, and in certain situations it's hard, but like on Tuesday I walked in the office, I was there and my director, my associate director, Caitlin was there. She was the only one that was just me rock walked up. She was there early. She asked how I was doing. And I was like, honestly, not great. I'm like, I'm just, it's, I had a hard time getting up and getting here. I'm just, not, I'm not feeling very good right now. Like I'm kind of yep. sad about what just happened. Like, <clears throat> honestly, not very good. I think today's going to be a hard one. Yeah. And she appreciated the honesty. Yeah. As people do. And then, you know, we, we rally and we do what we can to get through it. It's all you really can do. Yep. You know, and I was just honest with her. Like, I don't, I don't know how much work I'm actually going to get done today. I'm going to try my best, but like, honestly, this whole situation sucks. Yep. <laughs> I'm having a hard time being here. Well, I mean, when you do that too, what you're doing is you're actually giving that person also permission to be honest with their feelings. Yeah. You know, yeah, so for sure. that's, that's a positive too. on that, in mm-hmm. that aspect as well. I think it's important. To be honest. Now, I, I also say it's fine sometimes too. I don't take my own advice. So everyone mm-hmm. knows. And if Dana, I know. listens, I don't always- Dana listens to this, she'll, she'll point it out. No, uh, you say fine sometimes. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't want to talk about it right now. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know how I feel about a thing yet. And so I don't want to say yet because it could be yeah. wrong how I'm feeling. So I'm going to say I'm fine. I think I've shifted from <clears throat> I'm fine to I'm okay. And, and, it's like the way you say it for me, it's different. Like when I say I'm fine, it's like a deflection, hmm. you know, like I'm fine. Don't talk to me. Don't about worry it. about me. Yeah. When I say I'm okay, it's more like, I'm okay. Like I, like I'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, I'm but I'm not great, but I'm not great. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, like I'm okay, but clearly I'm not in a great spot. Yeah. So like, maybe I don't necessarily want to talk about it, but I'm not going to shy away from you and make sure that, you understand that I'm kind of struggling a little bit or like, I'm just kind of blah. Sometimes you're just blah and it's okay to be blah. That's true. But I feel like when you say you're fine, that like, is a clear, like you're kind of shutting the conversation off. Maybe it's just the way that you, maybe it's the way I say it. That's different. I don't know, but who knows? I don't know. That's just me. No, I I'm the same way. Most of the time I'm just dealing with it myself. Like I don't want to involve anyone else. Like this is kind of a thing. I just, I got to deal with myself. If I need help, I'll tell you. Yeah. So, yep. True story. Yeah. Well, that's all I got for the good news tonight. I hope this helps some people. Um, John and I talk about this a lot because, um, you know, as we go through stuff, we talk and we try to help each other process through some things. Um, we know that life's not always awesome. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and so part of being a community here with, um, beer bourbon and balderdash being a balderdasher is that you can reach out to John and I, you can talk to us about what's going on. If you feel like it's a stranger, we won't say anything on air or post anything, of course, without any kind of permission. We can keep it private. But if you're someone that's suffering in silence, don't. Uh, we would definitely love to chat with you and just um, be a friend. And mm-hmm. that's what Always. you, yeah, that's what you do. At you know, you make friends. You go hang out with friends at bars and stuff like that. You know, you have a, you talk, you let your guard down. And, um, mm-hmm. and you make closer friendships and 
more than any other treasure, and I can speak for John on this because we've talked about it quite a bit, we we treasure relationships more than anything else. Yeah, connection. Connection, yeah. So uh, if that's you, listener or producer, um, you can reach out to us. You can reach out to us at balderdashboys at protonmail.com. You can go to the website. The email address is there as well. Um, and you can respond to us there, or um, you can also leave us a voicemail. Uh, we actually do have a phone number that people can call us at if they wanted to, and they could uh, chat with us. And that number is here somewhere. It is 360-553-1058, 360-553-1058. You can leave us a voicemail. We'll call you back if you leave your number, um, or I just might even answer it. Wouldn't that be fun? Never know. Yeah, never know. And uh, you can just talk to us and um, mm-hmm. and just share what's going on. And we don't have to give advice. You could just say, I just need someone to listen to. Because uh, we'd rather have that and have you call than to suffer in silence. Yeah, for sure. So and I will say, I did like related to this topic. One of the things like uh, I've talked before, I like, I like Michael Franti and his like perspective and some of his songs. And he has a song mm-hmm. that, that's called life is amazing. Then it sucks. <laughs> then it's amazing again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just a good reminder that like, yeah, it's sometimes it sucks, but yeah. like overall it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Well, I think that's it for us tonight. Johnny, what do you think? I think we've yeah, hit our hour that's, mark. That's probably good. Yeah. Again, uh, we're a value for value show, time, treasure, and talent. I'll just keep saying it just to keep reminding you now that you can, uh, if you're one of those people who's like, oh, technology scares me. I don't understand Satoshi's or boosting or whatever. If you're like John, um, or you can, uh, but now you have another way that you can support the show, and that is through PayPal. PayPal.me at Balderdashers. Uh, you can go to our about page, or our do- I think it's even on a donate page now. At beerburnbalderdash.com. You can go there and go to donate, or it might be on about. I can't remember if I changed that. And you'll find everything there to donate. Yep. Um, and again, if you need to talk to somebody, you can talk to us. We do, we're not professionals. If you need professional help, get professional help. Uh, yep. But we are good friends. Yes, we are good friends. That's for sure. Yep. And uh, this has been episode 89. Good vibes. We drank some near beers. They were okay. It's a, I'm not tequila. <laughs> not I tequila. Keep getting a whiff of it. It's just, it's like, I, I can't even describe it. Yeah. It's great. I'm gonna, after this, I'm going to put some tequila in it and see how it goes. Nice. I'll report back next Yo, week. report. Well, maybe you can write something up for us. I think that'd be best. Mm. Okay. Well, I want to talk shit in writing. Yeah. A swazzle. I appreciate what those ladies are trying to do. Yeah. A swazzle, by the yeah, way. <laughs> a swazzle is a device made of two strips of metal bound around a cotton tape reed and the device is used to produce the distinctive harsh raspy voice of a puppet like that it makes that vibration harsh noise for a puppeteer or a performer how'd you find that one i have a list toilet paper the day. Yeah, you can buy it in joke shops and magic shops and stuff like that. Uh, it also, a swazzle must be soaked in liquor or beer before using. It's uh, p- positioned between the tongue and the roof of the mouth so that the exhaled e- air 
passes between the two metal strips, causing the reed to vibrate and shake. Do you have to soak it in alcohol because somebody else had it in their mouth? Maybe. It doesn't actually say why I need to soak it in alcohol on here. <laughs> Just or, to make it moist. Because, because moist. your job is to make puppet voices, and this is how you get through <laughs> the realization that that's your job. That's how you get through it. That's right. And that's the way to do it. See, now you learn something. I hope everyone yeah. learns something. Uh-huh. Give us a holler. Oh, and uh, beer and uh, whiskey recommendations. Oh, yeah. Pick this back up. Always that. Good night, John. Good night, Wes. <laughs> Look. I did it. You hear it? I did. That was good. Okay, good. <laughs>